Welcome to this week's Green Site Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension System. And this week I wanted to talk about, as the old song goes, it's not easy being green. You know, we all want to get out in the yard. We all want to do something good for the yard. Yet there's all this late winter weather hanging on. Um, it's going to be, perhaps in your yard, it's going to be the cold, wet weather at night, frosty lawns in the morning, maybe cold, wet rains during the day. Uh, or maybe it's just the frost in the ground that keeps us from doing those green things in the yard. Well, you know, we can certainly do other things besides trying to overseed the lawn, by the way, which is way too early, uh, or get the garden soil ready for vegetables, again, way too early, or even working the ground sometimes where the annuals are going to go. It's still probably way too early, and the soils aren't conditioned for that. When it's not raining and the sun is out, you might try walking the yard to see Maybe where that all that water that we've been having is actually standing. It could be standing in the lawn. It could be standing somewhere else in the yard. It could be standing in some of our uh, annual and perennial beds. And that should give you a clue maybe why later on in the, in the year we might see the lawn thinning out because of disease, because that water was standing there earlier in the season. Or maybe we made a strong effort to brighten up the spring by planting a bunch of spring flowering bulbs and only a portion of them came back or came up for the first time. That could be that area where the water was standing in that perennial bed or that annual bed that that uh, caused that bulb to rot in the ground. You know, our, our spring bulbs are certainly designed to withstand cold, wet weather. Uh, once they're established, they may have not been in a good state um, when we put them in last fall and they didn't make it through, maybe there was a bruise on the bulb which allowed a rot in. Uh, maybe they just weren't conditioned enough to uh, tolerate the very cold weather that happens in the soil. One way or the other, the weather was usually the, is usually the culprit. Um, back to the lawns for a moment, you know, the older lawns or even a newer lawn that has lots of thatch, these are also predisposed to having disease problems. And there's a lot of cool, wet weather diseases that can happen in the lawn. Um, the newer grasses that are used to produce sod and that we can buy as seed uh, have a lot more disease resistance in them. But it doesn't make sense not to improve the environment before you put anything back in the ground. Uh, it'll make it easier on those disease-resistant grasses to look good. And it's going to allow any existing grasses that are there the opportunity to um, not be as severely attacked by that disease if there's, if say, if there's there's decent drainage. So think about that as you walk through your yard. One of the other things we can do while we really can't do a lot of yard work is do a kind of a visual inventory of your lawn weeds. You, know, you may have treated for dandelions last spring, but all last summer and fall there was an entire new crop of dandelions coming back up. So maybe you're looking at them and think, hmm, what happened? Uh, you may have gotten the weeds that you treated last year, but again, that brand new generation is back. So you may look at uh, maybe needing another broadleaf weed treatment at some point in the year. And because of those diseases that may have occurred in the lawn and the lawn thins out, weeds are opportunistic. They just need a place uh, to be and they'll sprout right back up in that thinned area from uh, seed in the, the seed bank that we've had for years in the soil. So there's another reason we want to keep our lawn a little thicker. Yeah, certainly if we can, uh, crabgrass is a great example of one of those grassy weeds that loves thinned out areas uh, where the lawn isn't doing too well. They just uh, love that open space to germinate and grow. 
Um, so there's another one that's uh, always always troublesome if you have uh, not the best looking lawn or the best health or the healthiest lawn in town um, for the most part. Um, and again, the, the it's it's if the yard has had a history of crabgrass, you know you just may need to put down a preventative for a year or two while you work on thickening up the lawn. That's uh, one of the one of the best ways you can end up preventing those outbreaks and those consistent repopulations of weeds in the lawn. Uh, some of the other things you can do in related to the lawn at least would be to make sure right now that the lawnmower starts, that the air filter is clean, that you've cleaned the underneath side of the deck and probably more important for the turf itself is that you have a very sharp mower blade. Uh, lawnmowers today are supposed to cut the lawn off and when they're dull they kind of pull and shred at the lawn and and uh, that just exposes the grass that's damaged by the dull mower blade to again have disease issues with it plus in a day or two those shredded ends turn brown and it just doesn't make the lawn look very good another opportunity we have out in the lawn would be to when it's appropriate and dry enough is to take a leaf rake out there and rake up the earliest of the the debris that's come into the yard that might be leaves that have overwintered or blown in from the neighborhood. Uh, it could be small twigs and branches that have come out of the shade trees and needles out of the evergreens, things that are going to impede really the lawn from germinating and starting to uh, re-establishing themselves this year, not so much perhaps germinating, but uh, re-establishing themselves after the winter. Um, that raking is also going to benefit the lawn. It kind of pulls up the lawn and straightens it up where it may have been matted down by snow or, or traffic over the wintertime. Uh, if you bought, uh, and I guess to conclude here, if you bought new flower or vegetable seeds, take the time to reread that package again and be sure when it's time to start those seeds indoors so you don't end up with long leggy plants for the year and that also goes with the idea of starting your own flower seeds inside read the packet make sure you don't get ahead of yourself and and get those seeds started too early well this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Greenside Up it's always a pleasure and I'll be back soon